Hi. All Hi. right. Wow. Back up in the mountains. I. Uh, how are you? How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm okay. Got my uh, my. Uh, I take my that my favorite Solomon's Seal tea is my new favorite. Nice. I don't know if you've ever heard of Solomon's Seal. It's awesome. So good. No, I haven't, but uh, I have been drinking plenty of tea. I've I've had a head cold for like a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, tea's good for all winter long. I I I I turn into a tea person. I don't know when that happened, but at some point along the way I turned. I think it's when I discovered this because for the longest time I didn't like herbal teas because I I think I still like fruity teas. Mm. But uh but this stuff is like really nutty. It's just good. Nice. And uh, it's so cold. It gets so cold out here um, in my little space that uh, that I I turn to a lot of hot drinks while I'm while I'm working. Listen, there we go. That looks about right. right. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. That's yeah. The... You, you said you're getting your uh, your uh, workshop redone, right? With like heat and stuff. Well, sort of. Yeah. I'm. I've got a little wood stove in here. And uh, I've had some, the electrical box blew out over a year ago. So I've got the, I've had the house running off and I've had the, just my light and everything running off an extension cord from the house. Um, but that doesn't run everything. So it's just enough for my computer and my, my light and, and stuff. So pretty soon we're in the middle of this renovation project. And part of that, uh, the big part's the kitchen, stuff like that. But the other part is uh, getting the electric back on in here. Uh, so my other lights will work and I'm going to get a little um, installed heater. So I will hopefully be able to work uh, and more in the wintertime. It's hard to, because it, it, it would take so much time to get the, the, the get it up to comfortable heat that, um, you know, on the 30 degree days, it, it, you, just, you just sit inside and be cold and your brain works real slow. So Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I am. Thursdays are good. Thursdays, uh, Thursdays are the days when, at least in the afternoon, everybody's everybody's kind of out and about, uh, which gives me a few hours to to put together for things. So yeah, and you probably saw on Patreon, I actually went through a, an old sketchbook the other day, uh, made a big PDF of that, and that was fun. I like I, I've been enjoying looking back through older stuff, and you can see the grains of different projects coming into the uh and, and and then now and then looking back you see like you, you've got the eye, eye of what they eventually what the projects eventually became and then and then seeing that those little initial seeds before you knew you know if it was going to be anything i don't know it's fun and then there's stuff in there that like there were some ideas in there like uh, like that like the quadruped suit stuff like that and like incorporating this this mask that i have into this creature and i'm like i'm still not sure like what that guy what that little creature's doing but he pops up enough that I don't know. It's going to be in something. It's weird. Well, I'm so, looking forward to your quadruped creature yes. trilogy. <laughs> we, we will see. Oh. So uh, what are you working on these days? What's uh, what's the new project? If you don't well, mind talking. Yeah, no, I can't talk. I can't. I, don't, I probably shouldn't talk too much about it, but um, but I'm working on a historical, an historical adventure story that has a lot of crazy magic in it. And takes place in 1917, and is based on a silent film that is lost. And uh, it's got me reading a lot of Kafka. I don't know if you if, if you've ever read any Kafka stories. Was uh, he the guy who wrote uh, Metamorphosis? Yes. Yeah. 
So that yeah, so I'm writing reading a really interesting uh, biography of his life, which is as much about the city of Prague as it is about his life. Uh, so so I'm enjoying that immensely. Cool. And you it's got me it's got me into a lot of um. It's not a Sherlock Holmes story, but it's got me back into my um. It's Sherlock Holmes adjacent in some ways. So it's got me back into back to back into the Holmes canon, and uh, I've been rewatching the Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes. I don't know if you've you've watched those. Uh, highly, so. highly recommended. They're from the eighties. Um, he it's the most studied, probably best screen interpretation of Sherlock Holmes, uh, especially the first season that I've ever seen. And it, it, he's such a good Sherlock Holmes. It's just so good and you can they're on amazon you can just watch them they're they're they're, they're great so that's that's become my uh pretty iconic homes is jeremy brett it would be <clears> really <throat> fun to see it like a a sherlock holmes story done in your style or something yeah. like that yeah 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 it's like it's like you keep thinking like what classics if you're if you're a drawing drawing person you know what stories would you go back and, and draw so that, that's a fun game to play and Holmes, that would be a lot of fun. Those would be those would be good good times. Yeah. So a lot of my viewers are new artists and mm -hmm. and writers, and this show is kind of for them, you know, because I was so just lost, you know, when I started doing comics, I really didn't know yeah. what I was doing, mm -hmm. and you know, part of that is, you know, that's part of the fun. First of all, sure. is uh just figuring things out and doing little projects and trying things, but you know, it's also useful to take advantage of, uh, you know, the people who came before you, their experience and to, you know, uh, stand on the shoulder of giants, as mm -hmm. it were. So what got you into comics? What what made you be like, I want to do this? Oh, wow. Good question. I don't I don't I don't I don't think I remember not being into comics. Uh, um, So I grew up reading the newspaper comic strips, which which actually is a pretty good, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good, like, um, entry point to the concept of sequential art, right? Like, it's, these are these bite-sized, like, like, you know, Calvin and Hobbes or Garfield. <clears throat> it's a four-panel snippet every day, and it makes comics, I think the comic strip makes comics feel accessible. If you start reading, like everybody, like not everybody, I don't know, but but it feels like a lot of people, their entry point to comics these days are 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 book length graphic novels, right? Which, which you might think like, oh, this is this, but but that's so like j jumping in and doing a a full graphic novel is is tremendously difficult and time consuming, and there are so many pitfalls. But making a four panel comic strip, you do it. Maybe the gag lands, maybe it doesn't. And then you move on to the next one and you can do, you can learn so much that way. So I learned a lot growing up from basically making my own versions of newspaper comic strips. I, they were always very similar to, similar to either Calvin and Hobbes or Garfield. Uh, I had one about this a pair of ducks called Ducks. <laughs> I was very, very young. And uh, I had one called, <laughs> another comic strip called Birds. Mm -hmm. And that was a comic about a bunch of birds. It was that one was very similar to Garfield. It was about a bunch of birds who had a band instead of being like the monkeys or the Beatles. They were birds, uh, but literally birds. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So stuff like that. And then, um, and then in the uh, both in school, in high school, and in um, in junior high, 
They're mostly junior. And in the Society for Creative Anachronism, the Society for Creative Anachronism. So that's the SCA. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. It's a we were kind of involved in it during my teen years. It's a let's see. It's a countrywide organization. I think it might be international now, but it's a medieval. It, it is a medieval recreation. Uh, it's like it's like it's like medieval festivals without the public, right? It's like it's like events just for for, for people. And their, their tagline is uh, the Middle Ages as they should have been. So it's all the good parts of of medieval life with feasting and archery contests and battles where no one gets hurt and uh, fine clothing, uh, garb, all sorts of good stuff. Um, scroll making, illumination, really cool, really cool organization. And for our barony, I made a um, comic strip called Knights. <laughs> it was just like, it was basically like little, guy, little guys about the size of Smurfs who were <laughs> these little knights and they were all identical. Uh, and I also, I also kind of double dipped with that comic and did that for our, our my high school was uh, the Knights was the mascot. Knights were the mascot for the school. So I, so I was kind of using the the knight also in um, school publications. So stuff, stuff like that, where it's, where you're doing something that's an attainable Length. A comic strip for a newspaper, uh, for a school paper, right? Stuff like that. Um, even like, yeah, an Instagram account devoted to to a single character with a single, like a sort of singular recurring thing. Um, even even in even even after I started doing books and stuff, uh, the, the Little Robot, the book um, that 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 began life as a return to the comic strip. I had just started taking a break from from daily work and doing these very simple little robot strips and they're really self-contained it's just a robot walking along and then something happens the end and then the next one starts and it's a rope the same robot well you know like there's no uh, there were a couple of like recurring characters but it was very like the world of the comic strip is it it sort of wants to hang together thematically, but also nothing ever really changes, which just allows you to, it's, a, it's like a simple format that allows you to explore and come back again to the same beginning and then do it again. And then you learn so much from that. And then in college I did, so I think a lot about the, the two skills being making a thing and then sharing a thing is also the skill, right? And the, those skills come around and around and around, make and share, make and share, make and share. Uh, making share feedback, making share feedback, making share feedback, right? So in college, I had a good experience. Um, and I know I've told this story a bunch of times, but uh, I had a really good experience with bathroom comics where I would take a big 11 by 17 sheet up in our bathroom and uh, just make scribbly comics while I was in there. But it was an ongoing story and it involved all the people, all our friends and everything like that were in the story and uh drawings didn't have to be good it just it was just crazy and, and any idea was fine to use my my red my favorite red hooded sweatshirt was its own character and the gag was everybody loves sweatshirt like like everybody likes sweatshirt like it, it, maybe you're not popular maybe this person's not popular but if sweatshirt walks in the room it's like that character in the sitcom where they walk in and everybody's like duck and toilet were another uh duo um that was my stuffed duck and the toilet itself they were uh, armadillo with a pillow was another character uh that was uh, an armadillo it was an armadillo with a pillow but what it would but sometimes the pillow is full of bricks but it would it would appear it, it, it jumps through time the armadillo is a little bit like sam beckett in quantum leap it doesn't can't control it but it'll do a time period where something bad is happening and it'll whack the person and then it'll be like 
and poor armadillo never gets home. Uh, my friend Denver. Oh, there was a sock. King Saki was in the in the was one of the characters in this. So in one storyline here, this will give you an idea of how bathroom comics went. In one storyline, my I lived with my friend Denver. He was my my roommate in college, or also my best friend growing up. And we uh, in the in the comic. Denver was very depressed because his college days were coming to an end and he was going to graduate. And Ben says, well, uh, I've been doing this new thing. It's called puppet therapy. And what I do, he puts this sock puppet on and you have to talk to the sock puppet. And then the sock puppet starts to get really violent towards Ben, um, even though it's on his arm. And then the next thing you know, the sock puppet like pulls a gun on Ben. And Ben's like, oh, what do I get? And Ben shuts his arm in the door so that the sock so it cuts his arm off and then when they and then ben's like oh, i'm bleeding i'm bleeding and then he, when they open the door like the, the puppet's gone and then they see that the the, the like the, the the air conditioning vent is open so the, the 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 puppet is has gone up into the vents and then they have to go and find them so anyway like that's the kind of stories that were going on in uh the bathroom comics and uh, i think that was a great experience it was it was really really good um it, as silly as it was, it was uh, turned out to be a good um, learning experience of just making, sharing, not worrying about whether your art is good, but the 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 main idea being make people happy, you know, and yeah, that's that's sort of the goal. Is uh, it takes a goal off you too? Like your your goal really here is just to to play and to make people smile and to make people I don't know to bring them something, make the world weirder and more fun. That's really awesome. Yeah, I don't even remember what the original question was at this point. I just started, to, I just was, uh, well, yeah, like, yeah, getting started and stuff like that. But I do, yeah, I think the green of it is um, manage, uh, comic strips being manageable chunks. Yeah. Can you talk a, a bit about getting started? Like, oh, I'm not very eloquent today, but. No, go for it. Let me see. You started posting comics on the internet and and submitting to anthologies, and that's kind of how you got your foot in the door, right? With yeah can you talk a bit about the process of going from just a guy who makes some cool comics that his friends like to you know getting a book published yeah yeah i i can i can definitely talk about that though that, though i'm i'm keenly aware that the uh the landscape uh in both web comics and publishing and the world in general is is deeply different than it was in you know, 2005 or, or whatever, when I was uh, doing web comics, um, well, because more, really, uh, uh, what's that? I just wanted to say, absolutely, the, the landscape has changed, but I'm more interested in just uh, you telling people like, you know, the, the message of like, don't give up. I really, I like to hear these kinds of stories, even if they aren't necessarily applicable, like do these exact <laughs> steps. It just, yeah. because like, it's like, hey, I just kept doing it and I didn't know how it would work out, but I tried my best and I succeeded. And I, sure. I see a lot of those kinds of stories and I really like to hear them from my interviewers. Interviewers. Oh, well, okay. Well, I mean, like, I, honestly, like, I just feel like, yeah. I mean, basically that's part of it. Exactly what you said is, yeah, just continuing to do that, uh, continuing to present your work and web, like, yeah. So the web comics are really good and, and it is possible if you, it is possible to, to build a real community for yourself through, you know, still on the internet through posting your work stuff like that. And, and for me, yeah, like for me, I, I was able like uh, to make a, like lifetime friendships through, uh, through comics, through uh, like, it was, but the problem is I don't know, 
like I'm, I, I just don't, I don't know the, the best venues for it today. For me, in in those days, it was message boards, right? Like you could just go go to message boards, and there was um and and being brave enough to share your work and to listen to what people say about it, to to take that feedback and to engage with other people's work. I mean, that's the other that's the other trick of it, right? Like people are much more likely to look at your work when you're looking at and reacting to their work, right? It's just it's like it's it, it's it's making friends across the ether and and gathering around a. Uh, a shared thing that you that you maybe love so yeah that's really nice i mean it's it's definitely scary to like you know your first few dozen you know posts right where you yeah you're just throwing it out into the ethernet yeah yeah and it feels also like feels like a like an empty void sometimes so i don't yeah i wish i knew i wish i had better better things to more current things to say about you know where to find all, uh, where to post, where to find all these feedbacks. I, I do think I, I have a feeling that like the zine culture and stuff like this is, is still a really good spot to, to start out. I went to SPX this year and um, it was really fun. And, and I've, I just noticed how much, how much more, how much, how vibrant a group that was out, out on the floor, uh, everybody with their own uh, made things of such a wide variety of, of stuff that they were making and sharing and eager to talk. Um, and that's that's a place to find, like, that's a place to, to interact with real people with your stuff, you know? But yeah, it's it could be tremendously scary. Um, and it could be, uh, yeah, it's it's hard because it can also be demoralizing to to go out and then feel like, oh, nobody looked, like, not very many people looked at my stuff today. Or, you know, uh, I just feel like, I feel very small in a big space. But, uh, but I do think if you keep after it, like, you'll find, a, like, like just the 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 few precious souls that you love and want to uh, and and you know like see each other sort of yeah that's really nice uh, so then i would like to ask what tools do you use to make your art ooh ooh depends on the project i mean i've i've always burned through a lot of the the micron pens so just like for 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 the longest time my basic pages were were uh, let me see if I've got one of these little guys. I used a. Oh, I can't find my pencils. That's too bad. Oh, here's one. This one's kind of chewed up. But uh, so for the longest time, I would use these uh, 4H sort of like architectural pencils because they make such. They're very hard. And they make such a like a light, almost just a very light line, easy to get rid of. Uh, and then I would ink over that and scan the pages and then do layers of color in photoshop for the picture books though i, I mean actually you can see behind me like some of the art from julia's house um those i enjoy because i like getting out my watercolors so so those are you know ink on watercolor paper with with a lot of with a lot of watercolor paint over the top of that and now i'm really enjoying now i am really enjoying like these dark ebony pencils that i did sort of like like really dark uh really soft pencils uh, and those are those I was using for uh, things in the basement, and I'm thinking I'm going to do that for this next project as well. Some more of these dark, like like dark smoky pencil lines give you a good uh, charcoal like feel. So, uh, so yeah, that's 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 the that's pretty much the basics. I'm not a great, I'm not really great colorist, so that's why I think that's why I like my watercolor so much. That. Um, because I, I like digital coloring is still like I still feel like I'm very basic with my digital coloring. So so yeah. So like 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 Little Robot was the last maybe the last book I the last graphic novel that I colored 
because the past couple ones have had colorists and so little robot i colored myself and when i look at that what i'm thinking i think like oh that's why that's why it's good for me to have a colorist because like the colors on that book are like like kind of washed out super basic um, i always thought they, of them as watercolory yeah well they're a little yeah and that's because i was leaning on the watercolors like as little robot is uh ink is ink is, is uh pen and ink on the strathmore recycled paper but i also put a wash of of like a like a light gray wash over it for the shadows and so then when you layer flat colors over that it, even if there's like flat colors in photoshop you can still see the wash underneath it so it, it exactly gives it hopefully gives it that watercolor uh kind of look so so yeah how do you uh lay out like how, how do you lay out your outlines and your scripts and stuff Ooh, more and more that has become the fun part for me is is really hammering out hammering so so i will work in a notebook for the longest time let me let me look at this this is my current notebook for this current flood let's see what it looks like here okay. so uh start out in a lot of a lot, most of my projects start out in one of these just a i i, I like these because they're cheap a strathmore recycled paper sketchbooks and i don't have to feel precious about them right like i i know i know you've heard me talk about sketchbooks but i really um i like pretty leather bound sketchbooks but on the other hand i think that like you don't want to feel like every drawing has to be perfect. And that's why these are great. Uh, and then my, let me see if I can find a good page. Right. Okay. So a lot of it are, is just pages that look like this with a bunch of doodles on them. And then my notes about, about the story. And I'm just sort of writing the story out as I go. You try to get, just try to get your ideas down on paper. Um, and then, and there's also little, little bits of visual development that go on in there. Um, and then more or less got, got a, a really scribbly shape of the story. Then I'll open up a document and my current, uh, doc for the story I'm working on. I don't know. It's, it's, it's probably got about half of it typed out and it's coming to about 4,000 words. So, so it's going to be like an 8,000 word, 10 to 20 page, uh, written version of the story, uh, start to finish. That way, you know, before you even start drawing, you know, like where you're going and then and, and so I've I've written the story out it's got an ending and then I'll break it down into I'll look at all those all the things that happen all the like kind of scenes but all the things that happen and I'll try to break it down into chunks that are and then I'll be like oh let me think like okay two characters get on the train the train is robbed and they end up jumping on running through each car and then out the back and uh, and then now now they're in the woods okay how many pages then i'll ask myself okay what's that that's probably like six pages of comics okay it's there and then i'll go to the next thing to happen now they're running through the woods uh, one character is injured so they stop to camp for the night and they build a fire and they fall asleep okay that's four pages we can do that in four <laughs> then you know one character wakes up the other character is still awake and they have this, and then may, may, now maybe there's this real character moment and they're having this sort of intense conversation. This one character reveals something to the other character. And I'm thinking, how long does this conversation around the campfire take? That's probably a five page a chunk of comics, right? Um, and then I can add all that up at the end of this document and say like, oh, okay, this comic, this, this book is 250 pages or 190 pages, more or less. And then all and all of this is like I do have a I have a really good editor, so I do have some back and forth with her uh, about the story in general. 
And then, yeah. And then, yeah, from that document, then I start into my thumbnails um, and those are, uh, I think I, you've probably seen me post thumbnails online before. They're really, yeah. scribbly. they're really super scribbly. Yeah. I um, always find it amusing. Like I see a lot of artists who are like, oh, I, I did this thumbnail. It's not very good. I'm like, that looks better than what I drew today. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think it would be nice to do really tight thumbnails, but then I, I I'm always in a hurry. It always seems like I always think like I don't have a ton of time, so I want to just get them. The, and maybe that's maybe that's part of comics. Maybe maybe working at speed is yeah. part of the part of the thing. I would definitely say doing fast thumbnails is is uh helpful. Like when I'm doing siblings, you know, yeah, uh, siblings of steel, my web comic. Um, oh, they, yes, yes, so yeah. Good. <laughs> I just you know when I try to do thumbnails, I'll get caught up and draw like the whole page. Mm -hmm. and then i'm like well you just drew the whole page but rough so now you have to draw it again <laughs> so yeah yeah just... but how do you how do you do your inking though is that digital inking yeah i do everything digitally so so you could probably just scan that thumbnail and just like go right over the top of it yeah well i do the thumbnails digitally too oh um, okay okay and we'll slap found... it if you did if, then if you've done the page slap a layer on it and uh clean it up i think i yeah. think that i think well, that's oftentimes... the way times now I won't even do thumbnails. I just hop right into the inking. Yeah. And it's kind of a combination of thumbnails and inking. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'm drawing stuff. If it's like a complicated shot, like I have a lot of characters fighting or something, mm -hmm. then I'll do like really rough, like block outs of like, okay, this is kind of what this character's body shape is going to be like. And this is, mm -hmm. you know, and I do it in black and white. So I don't really worry about color, which yeah, I think was actually good for me because it got me really good at like lighting. And sure, just, sure, sure, sure. Having that graphic quality of understanding the blacks yeah. and the lights, uh, that's that's great. And that's also like super old school too. That's all like original run TMNT and I don't yeah. know, all, the, all the good old stuff. It's really fun to work on. Yeah. I, I feel like it, like that's my whole thing about this podcast is I'm like, you know, start with a project. I mean, I recommend a smaller one. That's not what I did. I'm a hypocrite, but like something you could do in like 10 pages mm -hmm. and just, you know, jump in, do your best. You know, if you want to do a bunch of research, you can, but do that. And then you're finished and you can look at what you did and be like, okay, I did this 10 page comic or this five page comic. I like it. Here are the things I want to work on next time. Mm -hmm. And after you've done like a ton of those, it's kind of what you were saying about the little, uh, four page or i mean four panel strips yeah, yeah. You just do a ton of little things and eventually you're going to look back and be like oh i've improved on all these things yeah or i have a big collection of this this world uh yeah. i don't i don't know if you've read kazu kibuishi's uh copper comics but he they're they're just it's a collection of one page comics in this world uh cool. following this this kid and his dog and he always said he just he started doing them so that he could be concise so he could be like i'm going to tell a story in one page and they're gorgeous and that's i think that's i think it's a tremendous exercise just take take simple setup two characters two characters you can say who who are you, your mouth there these characters are your mouthpiece now you can say you know kind of what's on your mind through them and uh put them in one page stories that's super cool yeah um so zoom is telling me we have six minutes left okay what are we gonna do so i was thinking we could end the zoom call and then i'll start a new one and okay. see if it lets us get away with that we'll if see what we can do have, if you still have time to do stuff yeah got it. Uh, about 20 minutes okay cool i'm gonna end it and then i'm gonna start a new one and send you that through the patreon link okay sounds good all right
It's over. I'm ending it. <laughs> okay. Hello again. Hi. There we do. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So looks like we got about 15 minutes uh, before nice. my girls descend back into uh, into the land. And come wow, to- not cool of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so where were we? What's going on? Where were where we were talking I think about? We were just- just how about you ready. work huh? what oh. oh sorry we were talking about how you work and we were just about ready to what now uh, i think we were just about ready to move into the wrap it up with an epic oh. conclusion oh my goodness um, oh now now the heat is on all yeah, right the heat is on our viewers expect amazing things oh boy <laughs> and said amazing things before breakfast yeah so you know we've talked about how you got started uh, your process what you're working on now what are some things you're really excited for the future oh wow things excited for the future i am excited to play in different i mean i came up through comics and i love comics I love comics because this is the form where words and pictures are so closely intertwined. So that's always going to be something that's immensely important to me. But I found I'm finding myself being interested in pulling words and images apart a little bit. So one of the things I'm interested in, so I'm I'm interested to kind of go back to some of the some of my basics. I'm interested to uh, do some painting again. I'm interested in uh, a little bit of sculpting, uh, and I'm interested in prose writing. Uh, so, so there we have it. We have like so, like images kind of doing their thing over here, and in words doing their thing over here, uh, kind of on their own. Uh, also, I do. Uh, I am excited. It looks like um, we will be displaying uh, all the art from uh, Julia's house goes home. At the, I don't know if you've ever been to the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Um, no. Um, do you go up to Winchester, Virginia at all? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, Sometimes. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Museum of the Shenandoah Valley is is uh, up on one end of Winchester. It's really, really beautiful museum. And actually, they had uh, a couple of years ago, they had this big display of uh, Alex Ross art, uh, which is just incredible. Like all his painted um, Marvel and DC stuff, uh, stuff going back to when he was like like a kid. Just a... Just a tr- really neat display so so every once in a while they have something like like, like i'm uniquely interested in uh, the other one was the other one recently was uh, maxfield parish a golden age of illustration if you if you haven't looked at maxfield parish's uh, beautiful illustrations he's he's one of the the brandywine uh artists so he came out of that howard pile nc wyeth school uh so kind of turn of the century so they had a really good display of his stuff and then, uh, they, but they've got this like in their opening hall, they've got this kind of like local artists in the halls uh, kind of thing. So uh, we're going to put all the art from Julia's house uh, up there and it's going to be kind of like a walk through. Um, you can kind of walk through the story and see all the original art. Uh, so that I'm that. excited about. Also earlier this year, I went, I did a, a little event at the Library of Congress and I had never been to the Library of Congress before and it was awesome. So, and so, and because I'm sort of working on a couple, a couple projects now that uh, have some kind of historical precedent to them, I'm kind of looking for excuses to go back to the Library of Congress and check, check books out. And Did uh, you get to read anything from the president's secret book while you were there? No, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, well, they did a documentary about it. It was a... Uh... <laughs> National Treasure 2, I think. Okay. Okay. That was National Treasure. Oh, yes. Oh, no. But when I took the tour there, uh, they were like, the, the lady who was giving me the tour was like, uh, 
um like they they filmed the scenes in here like they didn't like make a they didn't make a set of of the library of congress they actually came in and filmed filmed the the scene in here so i shouldn't have done that right away i should know what you were talking about right away but the buildings the building's incredible like it the, the building itself is a work of art and and so inspiring and i feel like like so that's the kind of thing that's exciting to me i'm reading i'm reading a lot of well i'm always reading a lot of stuff about the uh, the renaissance right so the, the the italian renaissance is just this like lifelong love i have so right currently i'm reading a book by ross king called michelangelo michelangelo and the pope's ceiling so it's about painting the sistine chapel and i just mm, just that what a neat time when you could pick up a job like that and uh, and it's like it wasn't just him up on scaffolding like you put a crew together you know you've got plasters you've got people you've got people putting up the cartoons you've got other people doing some of the painting right he's just sort of directing parts of it so i just like i am excited to try I, I, always excited and more and more as every year passes to find interesting projects um that may might not be books because i've made so many books even even designing the uh my friend's coffee bag um that I was boasting about, like even that, that was just doing stuff that like the end physical project is, oh, it's a bag of coffee. Uh, the end of physical project could be a, a label on a bottle. It, like stuff like that's interesting to me now. You know, I'm all over the place, like always. That's really cool. What's well, interesting to you now? What's interesting to me? Well, yeah, because you've got your you've got your main comic that you're working on, but are you are you toying with other stories or other ideas? I am always toying with other stories and ideas i have more than i have time to tell yeah um i actually almost burned myself out recently trying yeah. to work on a few other things ah and i had to be like all right just narrow it yeah, back sometimes down. you have to pull back a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so i'm that's cool i'm uh I'm, I'm just back to siblings of steel but i have been getting into uh little animations for youtube oh that's fun and yeah. I, you know i'm just a creative person i like to just create but I like to create, like, I guess, like you said, different things, mm -hmm. but I like to do it because it, it like, it feels really nice. Like if I see a story about uh, time travel, I, and I really enjoy it. I want mm -hmm. to tell a story where I can take the parts I enjoyed the most, mm -hmm. just do a story about that. Um, yeah. So, you know, like I have a bunch of stories that are like, well, what if you know, this popular fantasy trope, but, you know, turned on its head or this. For sure. And uh, I, I feel like a lot of, you know, artists, like if you weren't making comics, you would still be doing art and all of these things, right? Yeah. I'm Something. kind of the opposite. I, If I don't have a story to tell, I really can't make art. Like mm. I, you know, I've tried fan art. I've tried little mini comics and stuff that are just you know, little silly stories. And I just really have a hard time creating without a, without a purpose. So I always, right. I always have to structure it around like, all right, you're doing the concept art for siblings of steel issue four, you know, and I write up a script and then I'm like, these would be cool ideas. And then I, you know, I write down all the ideas and then I say, this is kind of what I want it to look like. Maybe get some visual reference and then I can design all these cool characters and creatures and I've put all that stuff up on my Patreon because it's, it's really yeah. cool. You know, I enjoy yeah. doing that. And then I really love this podcast. I love like sharing my, yeah. gosh, like four years of comic experience on the internet now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Interviewing, you know, I get to interview all of my creative heroes on here, which is really that's fun. exciting. That's it's awesome. A, 
and then I I've been really enjoying uh, doing little YouTube animations. Yeah, what are you using for animating? So I it just came out. It's called Procreate Dreams. I've heard about this. It's okay. really cool. Like Procreate is, is how I do all of my digital art. Okay. How okay. I do Procreate Dreams. Every page of Siblings of Steel has been done in uh, in Procreate. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's got to be like over 200 pages now. Yeah. 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 Cool. So Procreate Dreams is like they took all the nice stuff about Procreate and then they made a new app with like animation in mind. And I, I love it because when you're animating, it feels like you're you're able to touch everything. And I'm a very tactile ADHD mm-hmm. person. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I like to touch the layers and like move mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. around and feel the little, you know, feel the little thing vibrate as I move it up and down. And Oh, okay. Okay turn down this layer and have my pencil so I can touch everything. And it's, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. That's great. Wow. Okay. And I'll have to look since, into that. Yeah. Since it came That's out exciting. like seven days ago, I've made like three animations. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. That's great. And it's well, that's, really that's, that's something I'll have to look into. I love the idea of, of animating, but I never, I never seem to be able to sit down and, sure. and quite, quite do it. Um, but I want to, I want to play with that. That, that sounds fun. Well, this has a lot of support for like keyframes and stuff. Okay. So okay, okay. You, know, you don't always have like you can animate a character's legs and then just grab the whole thing and like set it on a motion track, right? On a keyframe. Yeah. Okay. It, it saves a lot of time. I'm all about like let's streamline this so I can tell the story I want to tell in those you know as 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 few steps as possible, basically. Because right. like okay. the you know the quicker you do it, uh, the more you, stories you get to tell. Yeah. Sorry, I'm making a note to myself to uh, to look that up because uh, my my daughter Angelica does uh, a fair amount of animations as well. Uh, she does a lot of stop motion and she does some two D animating. Um, cool. Is she Merlebird sketches? Yes. Yes, that's her. Yeah. yeah. I follow her on uh, Instagram. She's really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 really coming along. Um, but I think she would. This might be something. Um, man, maybe this is something to get for her for Christmas. It's oh. really nice because it's it's twenty dollars. And then you okay. get free updates forever. Oh, really? Okay. There's no subscription. Same with Procreate. It's like twenty dollars. Well, you figured out one of my one of my uh, Christmas gifts. You helped me on my dad mission. That's great. Welcome. Thanks. I'm I'm always happy to help a dad on a mission. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I don't know. That, that was a that was a that was an amazing closing closing act for me. Um, uh, having a, at least a small part of Christmas figured out. Yeah, um, so. that's really good. All right. So thank you so much, Ben, for being on the podcast. It was a delight to have you here. Um, it was awesome to be here. This was fun. Is there anything you want to uh, uh, plug before before we end? Oh, um, I would like to plug uh, the company Strathmore that produces these fine recycled uh, sketchbooks. Also, there's always there's always uh, uh, things in the basement, um, that, which is the, the book that's currently out. Um, you might. You might pick that up. It's a fun, spooky underworld story. Yeah. So, oh, and I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm, the, I have my Patreon, Ben Hatke, uh on Patreon and uh, I'm Hey Ben Hatke on Instagram. And both, mm-hmm. both of those are worth, or all of that is worth checking out. Um, yeah. It's very good. He, he makes good stuff. Do my best. All right. Thank you for watching everybody. Uh, take it easy, internet, like, and subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one. <laughs>